time for re-engineering your finances with the founder of CP Weldy Group, Charles Weldy. It's time for another edition of Re-Engineering Your Finances. Walter Storholt here alongside Charles Weldy, founder of CP Weldy Group, serving you in the Delaware and Chester County areas with an office in Chad's Ford on Route 52. If you've got questions for us at any point in time, you can always ask those online by going to cpweldygroup.com. That's cpweldygroup.com. Charles, thanks for joining us once again this week. How are you, sir? Pretty good, Walter. How are you doing? How was your uh, Easter holiday? Yeah, we uh, had a great Easter and in our neck of the woods had some you know, big thunderstorms to kind of kick off the holiday weekend. And then it was beautiful weather after that. And we didn't go uh, golfing with the masses that tend to hit the course on Easter, but we did go to the driving range and hit a few balls. And I finally found my favorite club. So that was an exciting discovery for a relatively new golfer to find one that even when I felt like I hit it terribly, it went far and straight. So I've got, oh, great. got that magic club figured out now. How about you? We wanted to go to a brunch, but it was sold out. So we ended up going to a local restaurant. So uh, it was good. You know, I have two uh, new grandchildren and they were with us and uh, it was just a great day. Lots of good family time, it sounds like. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, glad to hear that. And we've got a great show on the way for you today. If you're looking to learn a little bit about finances and maybe even your own financial plan, we're going to talk about the realities of retirement planning and facing those realities today. Charles, they're a little bit different than they were maybe even a decade ago. As someone who's got some new grandkids in the fold, you know how quickly life can change, and it's no different in the financial realm. Things are different from the previous generation, and they're different from even just planning for retirement. 10 years ago. I'll throw out some of these new realities that we need to face. You let me know if I'm accurate in these things and also how they affect the planning process nowadays. The first one is sounds like a good thing, you know, and it really is, but it comes with some complications, I would imagine. People are living a lot longer these days, Charles. What's the challenge of that fact? Basically, yeah, people are definitely living longer. You got people living into their 90s. Some people are living to be 100. It used to be planning for retirement was maybe a 15, 20 year retirement. Now it's more like 25, 30 years. And the challenge, Walter, is that not only do you have to create lifetime income, you have to create lifetime rising income because every year, everything you buy is going to cost more. So that's the real challenge is how to get people, you know, not running out of money before they run out of time and how to create a rising lifetime income that will cover rising costs such as medical. Yeah, it's such a big issue, I think, when you've got these different, you know, these different little nuances that change in the retirement landscape, because it really does, seems like a small change, but it changes the entire kind of foundation of a plan. And the fact that people are living longer, you know, that's just one of the elements. The other element that kind of plays along with that, Charles, is that retirement also looks a lot different than maybe it used to. Retirement's now a very active stage of life, and that's kind of not the mental picture we've always had. Yeah, there's a fellow by the name of Tom Hegna, and he has a saying. He says, the 70s are your go-go years, the 80s are your slow-go years, and the 90s are your no-go years. (laughs) So basically, you know, the reality of it is, you know, as people retire at at 70 or, you know, maybe a little younger than that, they've got, you know, another 10, 12, 15 years of activity as long as they've taken care of themselves. And it's really important that they have the resources. They call it not just paychecks, but play checks. So not only is it important to maybe have 
some guaranteed lifetime income, it's also important to have some guaranteed rising lifetime income. Yeah, it's really important as well. And, and these are all kind of lifestyle things about how we compare to the previous generation. And that's a big reason because the lifestyle dictates usually how much money we need in the budget, how much we need to make it to and all the way through retirement. But there has been one solution, and it's one of the new realities of retirement planning as well. And that's fewer people are quitting work cold turkey. And to some, this may sound like a bad idea, Charles, that like, hey, I get to that retirement date. In the old days, you just walked away from your job and that was it. You had the date, you said bye to everybody, had the party and you were out of there. And now people are making that much more of a transition. And although that maybe sounds like you're not as in good of a position, it actually can be very empowering as it can help solve some of retirement planning's issues, right? Undoubtedly. I mean, a lot of us get our identity from what we do for our livelihood. And when we retire, you know, the million dollar question is, what are we retiring to? A lot of people have the money, but they don't have the game plan as to what they're going to do with their time. And they end up not having the retirement of their dreams. Other people who decide that, hey, you know, I do have enough resources, but I'm not sure exactly what I want to do. They transition out of the workforce. Maybe they work part time. Maybe they pick up a hobby that they've always wanted to do, but never had the time to do. But the key is, what are you filling those hours up with when you decide to not work anymore? And most people, or a you know, majority of the people are working, transitioning part time into retirement and still trying to find out exactly what retirement's all about. So, you know, there, there's an old rule of thumb that says for every year you work, every additional year that you work and postpone retirement, you have like two to three years more of like living expenses because again, there's another expression when you retire every day is Saturday, which means that yeah. Saturday generally is the day that you spend most of your money. When you're retired, every day is Saturday. So if you're working at least part-time, you're actually generating income as opposed to spending it. So that's important too. Well, I think there's just something really uh, attractive, too. If you enjoy your job, I know that you hear a lot of comments like this happen all the time, probably, Charles, where folks are like, you know what, I, I really love what I do, but it's just maybe too much to do it on a full-time basis going forward. Or, gosh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do in retirement. I'd love to keep working in some way, shape, or form. Well, with today's technology, it's just made it easier for people to be able to stay in the industry a little bit longer. Or who wouldn't want to love uh, do what they love? and something that brings them purpose, but hey, maybe I can have some of the benefits of retirement in terms of flexibility and time back on my hands and you know go to part-time. And the cool thing is more and more employers are okay, and they'd rather have that experienced person for part-time and maybe even to help train the replacement over the course of a couple of years versus having that quick cold turkey. So it's kind of neat that the whole you know industry seems to be coming around on this being a good idea and viewing that as an opportunity rather than a necessity. You know, sometimes these things always do come down to, I guess, your vision or your perspective. But uh, yeah. it seems to be kind of a, just a really neat opportunity to take advantage of these days that previous generations didn't have this chance. Yeah, we in our area where we live and work, uh, there's a lot of people that work for Boeing and DuPont and, you know, engineers and higher level employees. And what we're finding is when there, it comes time for retirement, they are retiring, but the companies are calling them back on a part-time consulting basis. And that's kind of the best of all worlds is they still have their identity as an engineer or a high level employee. They have some free time that they never had before in terms of maybe two or three days a week off. And they're still doing what they enjoy doing for, you know, the bulk of their career and making a difference mentoring younger workers.
Well, we've talked about so many things already, these different realities of retirement planning. People are living longer. Retirement's an active stage of life now compared to a more sedentary style for at least those first several years of retirement for most folks. Fewer people are quitting work, cold turkey. All of those things are very lifestyle-based. The final point that we want to make, though, on the podcast today when it comes to these realities of retirement planning, Charles, is that it's not so much lifestyle. It's about the financial world. And this is the fact that the current investing environment for retirees. And now I'm just throwing this out there. You tell me if I'm wrong. You're the one with, you know, the years of experience and expertise here, Charles. But I would say that the current investing environment, from my perspective, seems more challenging than maybe previous generations have faced and even more than just a decade ago. Am I on track there or am I off base? No, I think you're on track. I mean, obviously, with the more information, you know, volatility, there's more volatility. And the fact that if you retired maybe in your mid-60s years ago and you lived to be, you know, 68, 70 years old, you only had a plan for four, five, six years of retirement. Now people have to, you know, plan for 20, 25, 30 years of retirement. And it definitely is a lot more challenging. One of the challenges, I believe, is the stock market. I mean, I'm bullish on the stock market. I, you know, faith versus fear. I'm a faith-based guy. But the reality is that once every, I guess, seven or eight years, the stock market historically drops by 30% or more. It's called a bear market. And we haven't had one in over 10 years. So there's a lot of anti-investors out there, especially people who have accumulated their nest egg to date. They don't have anything more to add. And they're cautious about, hey, where should I put it? What allocation should I have? What's going to happen if there's a 30% decrease in fair market value in the short term? So all those are really like reasons why people should have a date dollar specific plan to plan for these occurrences. They will occur. It's just a matter of when. And I'm not here to scare people. I'm here to just say that, again, you should have your money in three different places. You should have now money that's safe and secure, not going to make much, but it's there. You'll have money that you're going to need sooner rather than later, which is invested very conservatively to keep up with the rate of inflation. And then the most important piece would be the later piece that has to grow as your medical costs grow, as your housing costs grow, as your travel costs grow. And that can only be done, I believe, with stocks. So again, very challenging environment. But I think if people have a date dollar specific plan, it's going to make it a lot easier emotionally and obviously from a dollars and cents point of view. It also seems that, you know, information plays into this as well. We have so much information at our fingertips, more than we ever have before. Again, not just previous generations, but even compared to 10 years ago, we've got podcasts, we've got the internet, we've got blogs, we've got radio shows, TV, all sorts of things, YouTube, you know, you get different places you can get this information from, but that can be paralyzing for folks too, having almost too much to choose from. Exactly. You know, it's you go to a restaurant. I mean, you've seen the shows on TV. The more items they have on the menu, the more confusing it is. Maybe what people should be consider is like, hey, what are the sources, the best sources of information that I can rely upon? Focus on them and maybe just, you know, again, get a dollar date specific plan, get a life and enjoy the many years of retirement if they're there for you. Well, it's so important to make sure that you 
kind of embrace these new realities of retirement planning, and that's what we're trying to do here on the show today. If, if somebody, Charles, has maybe you know, not realized some of these realities, or they're not sure if they've got a plan that's going to last 20, 30, 40 years in retirement, and they're kind of thinking to themselves, you know what, my folks, you know, they lived maybe into their 90s, and or my grandparents had a lot of longevity. It runs in our family. I'm not sure if, you know, my money is going to last that long. Or they have kind of had this mentality that they're not going to spend a lot of money during their retirement years because, again, the previous generation didn't do that. But now they're kind of saying, well, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good at 65 or, you know, 60 years old, and I, I don't see myself slowing down anytime soon. Yeah, we're going to travel and do all sorts of fun stuff. If people haven't taken these things already into account in their financial plans, how do you spark that conversation? How do you take those sort of, you know, pieces that don't really have a dollar sign necessarily attached to them and work them into the financial plan to make sure that those things get addressed? Well, well I notice that most people, as they get older, they don't have mortgage debt anymore. If they do, it's very little. So a lot of them have under the belief that the mortgage payment now is going to be extra money for them. But what we do in our planning is we say, look, you know, as you get older, the body's going to break down. You're going to need more medical care as a general rule of thumb. So we're looking at what they're spending now. And we're saying, like, you know what, that number's not going to go down. We might reallocate where the money's being spent. But, yeah, you might not spend as much on travel in your 80s, but you're going to spend more in medical in your 80s. You might not have a mortgage in your 70s, but you're going to be traveling in your 70s. And, you know, the rate of inflation with medical basically is 7% a year, which means that every like 12 years or you know, 10 or 12 years, you know, whatever it costs today is going to be double. So I'm not here to, again, to scare people, but I'm just here to make them aware that, you know, it's not just your principal that has to be protected. It's also your purchasing power. You have to protect that purchasing power. And that really is done by a date-specific, dollar-specific plan, putting things in certain buckets and knowing the timing of the distributions, which is critical for most retirees. Well, if you've got any questions about what we've talked about today or about your own financial or retirement plan and you want to get answers to those questions, we do invite you to reach out to Charles Weldy, founder of CP Weldy Group, serving you in Delaware and Chester County. You can call 610-388-7705. That's 610-388-7705. And always online at cpweldygroup.com. That's cpweldygroup.com, your way to get in touch. Charles, was a fun episode today. Thanks for taking some time to join us, and we'll talk to Thank you. Thank you, Walter. All right, we appreciate that. That's Charles Weldy. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time on Reengineering Your Finances. Financial planning and advisory services are offered through Prosperity Capital Advisors, PCA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The CP Weldy Group and PCA are separate, non-affiliated entities. PCA does not provide tax or legal advice.